and welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anuwin. So I want today to talk about cleansing, banishing and warding. Well, we're going to do cleansing and clearing today and then the next episode will be banishing and warding. Now, you may have heard these to- these terms banded around in magical circles and I want to, information is powerful. So I want to talk to you about these three different ways of using like protective energies to support you so you're clear about what you're working with. And this energy of clearing is something that, you know, I spend most of my working life dealing with is like clearing old patterns, clearing energetic stuff, making space to call back the new, clearing old patterns. But after spending um, the last few days down in Cornwall, yes, (laughs) under a red warning storm, but seeing those storms and being back in that absolute power of the wind reminded me of growing up in Cornwall. And I used to love feeling that fresh wind coming off the oceans, coming off the seas. And just like that term, like sweeping away the cobwebs, blowing away the cobwebs, and you would come away feeling refreshed and invigorated. When I moved inland, every time I felt like the wind or like even like storms, it never felt that same kind of energising energy. But it got me thinking about like a storm is just unapologetic. It just clears away whatever it wants. If you've ever seen any videos of storms, I mean, here in the UK, just over the last few days, trees have been uprooted, roofs have come off buildings. Even the O2 Arena in London here has had its roof like torn to shreds. There's lots of photos of wheelie bins and um, trampolines just being lifted and cleared away as if they're nothing. And it's like, how can we tap into that energy to lift and clear away those things that no longer serve us? And it also kind of came to mind as well because we're coming into the waning moon energy with the first quarter moon being on Wednesday. And I always think the waning moon gets a bit of a bad rap because I always call it like the PMT slash PMS of the moon phase. It's a time when we start to notice everything that's not in alignment with us. You know, it gets a bad rap for like, oh, look at that person. They're being all grumpy or they're being angry or they're being unreasonable. But actually, the way I see it, whether it's like PMT, whether it's this moon phase, it's a time when we just, we're just so much more aware of the things that aren't in alignment anymore. Usually, you might have more energy or stamina just to turn a blind eye or pretend things aren't annoying you and to be polite and, you know, prioritize everyone else. But when it's that time, that time of the month, quite literally, whether you have a period or whether it's the moon phase, it's that time when we're like, that is not working and it's annoying me. Yeah. So it's like a time to really notice those things that no longer serve you. And if you receive my newsletter today, I shared a ritual about what you can do to really help release that. But for today, I want to talk about cleansing. And then we're also going to touch on banishing and warding, but I'll do specific episodes for banishing and warding going into that in more detail. So cleansing is very much about clearing away unwanted energies, clearing your space, clearing your own energy, just to feel fresh and clean. Think about like having a shower every day. It's that kind of maintenance energy. When we need something that's stronger than that, Maybe we've cleansed and cleared our own energies, but it still feels off. You feel like maybe there's another energy that's involved with that. It's like that's when we look at, we're going to take a look at banishing. And that could be, you know, it could be people, it could be situations, it could be energies. You might, you might call those energies, you could even call them spirits. And it's like, we'll look at how to banish that energy. 
And then warding is a way to create an energetic safe space. So again, it's like cleansing and clearing that space and and keeping you safe, clear boundaries. So you can ward against events, you can ward against, again, people, energies. Um, You might often think about warding when you like create a circle and you create sacred space for yourself. You might not have called it warding, but that's something that you can do, warding, or some people might call it shielding. In In fact, when I do that episode, I'll share a funny story about how my shielding worked so well that I nearly didn't actually get re- be able to receive what I wanted because <laughs> my protective my protective force that I'd like cast was so strong I wasn't actually allowing things to come and go so that that'll be for the next episode but let's start with cleansing so again sometimes people think cleansing sounds a little bit boring but it really is essential if you've ever stood on that cliff and had a safe wind <laughs> blow the cobwebs away. You know how good and energising that is. When you've cleansed your house, you know how good and energising that is. When you've cleansed a, you know, something from your life and you can now call back your energy, you know how good that feels. It's like really important. And so, you know, we've talked about cleansing our energy, cleansing our space before. There's previous episodes on that. But what I want you to think about today is cleansing in fact, we had a really good conversation about this last night in um, in the Witch Academy. We have we get together every Sunday. We do a ritual and then we gather for for a chat, a magical chat at the end of the week. And we were talking about this actually, as it would always happen. These things always come, you know, at the perfect timing. And it's really important to cleanse new tools, particularly secondhand items. When we've mentioned you in your spaces. My sister, when I was down in Cornwall, she gave me a crystal ball. It was for photography. And she was like, oh my God, it said it was a crystal ball. I can't give it to you. And I was like, of all the people that you know that you could give a crystal ball to, that's going to be me. And one of the first things I did was I cleansed it with smoke because I want to shift away all of the energy. Um, You know, because it's a crystal ball, it's like wash it with soap and water, then cleanse it with smoke. It's like clearing that energy of wherever it was made, whoever's been handling it, you know, not meaning mean to my sister, but also cleaning of her energy. So now it's mine because she'll have her own projections on that thing. If you ever buy anything secondhand, you should always cleanse it of the other person's energy. So whether it's something that has come down through your family and maybe you've been given something that, I don't know, someone someone in your family gave it to you. You feel you've got to keep it because it's like a family heirloom, but you really don't like it. It's like, that then has that energy of you not liking it, has that energy of obligation. And we don't want that energy. So it's like we can clear that energy of obligation, of every time you see it, your energy drops because you don't really want it in your house. If you've bought some something secondhand, particularly jewellery, I always find jewellery or something you've had very close to your skin or your body is very important or something that you've had a lot of time inside. Maybe you've bought a secondhand couch or someone has donated you one. And it's like, it's really important to cleanse the previous occupant's energy and including cars actually, to clear the energy of perhaps the car you've bought is your ideal car, but the person before it, their energy just feels off. Or, you know, if you've moved house and like the previous people have got divorced, it's like you definitely want to be clearing that energy away so that you can imprint your own energy and have it like that fresh start. And even new things, even if you brought a new house or you're living, renting a new 
apartment. You still want to be cleansing that energy. Even that crystal ball my sister gave me, like I said, I still wanted to cleanse and clear the energy to make sure that it's neutral so that then I it becomes part of my toolkit. So you might not think about the things that you buy and purchase. It's like, you know, when you buy clothes, quite often you will wash your clothes before you wear them because you want to get rid of um, any dust that might have gathered in the shop or any anything from the factory where they were created. It's like you wash them because you want them to be cleansed and cleared so that when you wear them, they feel good rather than like a little bit scratchy. And it's the same with everything in your house, you know, whether it's cutlery, whether it's plates, whether it's a new crystal, whether it's clothes, it doesn't matter. What can you do to cleanse them first of all? So we can do it when we get something new into our home, but also do it when something just feels a bit off. Like if you're working with a particular crystal and it just starts to feel a bit stagnant, you can cleanse it. If you're working with tarot oracle cards and the answers you're getting just feel a little bit off, cleanse it. If you're having, you know, in the family that share the, that are in the same place that you live and things just start to get a little bit touchy, cleanse the space. Yeah, because something's going on there. If you want more clarity, cleanse your windows, wash your windows, wash your mirrors. And again, we've spoken about this before, but just when things need to be cleansed, you'll know because things will start to feel off. You'll be have this energy of overwhelm. If there's been sickness, if you've been poorly, if you've just been feeling out of sorts, cleanse the space when you're feeling better. If you've had an argument with somebody, cleanse the space (laughs) that you're in. If something is not working, like your magical tools, your oracle cards, it's like cleanse them. It's time to refresh and renew that energy. So when you're thinking about cleansing, think about what method you want to use to cleanse. And I always like to think in terms of the elements. So, I mean, obviously, first of all, this space needs clearing or this tool needs clearing. Think about what is appropriate and what feels right. So, for example, if you have tarot cards, you're not likely to want to like soak them in water. That's likely to ruin your tarot cards. But you might have an intuitive nudge that Maybe they just need knocking on, like three knocks. That's what I do with my oracle cards and tarot cards. Knock, 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 three times, cleanse that energy nice and clear. Perhaps you have an intuitive nudge about what to do. If you don't, and it's always really good to experiment with different ways of cleansing and clearing your space and your tools, your objects, because then when something does feel off, you instantly know which one to go to. So think in terms of the elements. We have earth. So you could actually use crystals to cleanse with. You could use salt, herbs, even earth and soil. So, um, yeah, let's talk about these as we... I'll I'll give you an overview and then we'll talk about them. So you've got earth, which is crystal, salt, herb, earth, soil, things like that. You've got air, which is smoke, sound, and of course, wind. Uh, You could use fire which can like literally be burning stuff when appropriate or using candles and the flame and visualization. You could use water. That could be different rainwater that you've collected at different times, sacred water, water that you've collected from special places. It could be bath water, sea water, plunge pools. You know, if you ever jump into a plunge pool, it's like woof for your own physicality. And, um, and so think about, pick your method, And then think about what it is you're actually clearing. So space, yourself and tools. So the ways that you use the cleansing tools 
will depend on, sorry, the way that you use these cleansing techniques will depend on what it is you're actually cleansing. So first of all, get clear on something needs to be cleansed. <laughs> you're feeling overwhelmed. There's been an argument. There's been sickness. You've received something new. Think about what it is, the method, the element. So if we look at elements, if you're looking at, we're going to break this down into space, as in you're cleansing your space, which we've talked about quite a bit, but it doesn't hurt to renew this. You, yourself physically, and your tools. Okay, so I'll give you some examples of things for you to go away and practice. So if you were going to look at the element of earth, and we were looking at your space, we've talked about before the importance of salt. So if it's in your home, and it's safe away from like children crawling on the floor or pets, you could put Um, rock salt down that will clear the physical space if you're maybe there's some emotional angst it's really good to use sea salt for those and you can put trails of sea salt across the threshold strips in your house you could put them in like little pots in the corner of the room and then after 24 48 hours sweep them away hoover them up vacuum them away and just feel that energy just feel fresh and cleansed if you're doing space in the garden be mindful of creatures outside and the ecosystem so we don't want to be putting thick trails of salt down outside because it, it can upset the ecosystem if you've got a lot of plants around. But you can use Epsom salt. Epsom salt's a really good salt to use outside. Those Epsom salts you can just get from the chemist and usually have in your bath to relax, to relax you. So there's lots of different ways that you can use salt. And we've talked about creating black salt as well. When we're adding like the ashes or like burnt charcoal into the black salt to be much more protective but but just for cleansing it's really good just to use regular salt that way you can use herbs so you can put bowls of herbs <laughs> there's a phrase it's like every good witch has a like a bucket of rosemary outside her front door and it's like you can grow herbs around your home you can keep sprigs of herbs dried in your home i make like little brooms out of my rosemary and lavender and i use that in my home to like cleanse out that space um and of course you can use crystals crystals like selenite crystals like black tourmaline are really good for cleansing your space so you can i keep a uh, like a log of selenite on my windowsill and that like cleanses the energy coming in and out of the home you might want to put black tourmaline in like the four corners of your home being mindful that tourmaline is a really really strong crystal so you you only need a, a very small piece of tourmaline to do that if you were cleansing your own personal energy, same thing again. You could have a salt bath. The same rules apply. If it's like physically you feel like you need to cleanse, you can use rock salt. If it's emotional that you need to cleanse, you can use the the um, ooh, sea salt to do that. You could put crystal nets. If you've ever heard of crystal nets, it's like you could sit and meditate with a crystal of choice. You can make your own crystal nets, which are an amazing thing to do. Um it's a bit too much detail to go into that now. I was like, oh, can I do this quickly? But no, maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a whole episode on crystal nets. But just like being intentional of carrying a crystal with you just to cleanse and clear your energy. One that feels good. You could use something like a black tourmaline for your house, but again, it's a very strong crystal. So instead you might want to use something like a rose quartz or you know another quartz energy that is very soft and nourishing and knowing that, that can still cleanse your energy but again trusting yourself trusting how to choose the right crystal for you and about two or three episodes ago I did a podcast on how to choose the best crystal for you so you could do that for yourself 
Um, I talked about how I have made little hand brooms with rosemary and lavender. And again, you could just use that broom for your space, but you could also just sweep it around the aura of your body just to cleanse and clear away that energy. And to cleanse your tools, I like to, um, like if we're looking at the element of earth steel, it's like you can get the selenite logs or a block of selenite and just put your tools on top of the selenite and let that cleanse it. For crystals that you have, again, you could put them on the selenite, but you could also put them in the earth, put them outside into the garden, let them like clear themselves and let go of any excess energy just by placing them in on the earth. Again, right now being mindful, <laughs> like it's very damp and wet in the UK, that your tools aren't getting damaged. But there's there's lots of different ways there that you can cleanse your space, you can cleanse you and you can cleanse your tool with the element of earth. So earth is very much related to physical form it's related to manifestation it's related to that energy of creation so if you you might feel that something feels a bit dense and it's you're like oh yeah let me cleanse that with the energy of earth because that will just ground that energy and make it feel better or if you're or the opposite of that if you're feeling flighty and too like in the air you could just bring that energy down with the element of earth so again just trusting and experimenting with what works for you. So if we move into the element of air, again, safety first, um, when we talk about burning smoke. So you could use smoke, whether that's through incense, through her bundles, to cleanse your space, to burn it, obviously over a flame-proof container to catch any embers that might fall. So you just cleanse your space the way that we've spoken about before. You could do the same um, with sound, you just walk around your room making sound. So think about sound. You could clap, you could sing, you could drum, you could get a saucepan and spoon and whack the noise. But pay attention to the sound that it makes. I always love this. When you're using sound, quite often, if you're cleansing the space, particularly if you go like under tables or up into the corners of a room, the sound can go very boom. It can go very, very heavy and dense. But what we're looking for is something that rings out, that has a really lovely vibration to it, a really gorgeous resonance. And that's what you're looking for. Pay attention if you use sound to notice the difference in sound quality, whether it's in a room or whether it's around your own physicality. It's incredible and it's really noticeable. So that's how you could use um, air for your space. Um Another way, actually, it's just like quite simply to open up the windows. Again, I feel like I have to say safety first. With the winds that we have at the moment, be mindful of opening your windows too much. We don't want them getting ripped off. Um, <laughs> but open the windows, like feel that fresh air. And it's like, you know, when you've had fresh air come to a ho into a house, it just feels uplifted. For, for yourself physically, you can do the same thing. You can burn smoke or incense and just feel that smoke around you, just lifting away anything that no longer serves you. You can stand out in the wind, safety first. <laughs> Everything's coming with a warning today, but stand out in the fresh air and feel that gentle breeze, just lifting away anything that no longer serves you. When it's windy but safe windy it's like feel it's like I look like a right scarecrow on the beach it's like that's you know the salt you get in your hair and it's like my hair's like very bendy anyway and it's like sticking out like a scarecrow um but it's like that that energy is like really really good it's like you feel those cobwebs being blown away sound around yourself once again maybe you have a sound 
bath of some description, but just being in the presence of music can really clear that energy once again. And with your tools, if you have any tools, um, new things, secondhand things, whatever it may be, smoke is one of my favourite things to go to to cleanse new tools. And just like all the other spaces, you're burning your incense, you're burning your herbs safely, and you're letting that smoke all around the item that you're cleansing. You could also use your breath. If you think about how magically powerful your breath is, it's like literally gives you life. And you can have your item of choice and just with intention blow across the item that you have to clear away that energy and having that intention. And whenever you do something like that, It's like blow towards a window, blow towards a door, because you're adding that intention of releasing those things that no longer serve you. So I really love using smoke. But of course, if you have asthma, if you have small children, if you have pets, please be very, very mindful of that and keep the door open, just uh, the doors or the windows open just for like safety's sake (laughs) to, to let all of that go. I feel like one of those adverts, you know, like if you buy a bottle of bleach and it's got all like the caveats on the back, like don't drink, don't swallow, don't get in your eyes. That's what I feel like I'm doing today. Safety first, don't do this, don't do this. But always being mindful of yourself, your surroundings. I had someone say to me once, they were like, oh, Rebecca, I I want to do that thing that you said, but um, I'm afraid that if I do the burning, my asthma is going to play up. And it's like, don't do the burning. (laughs) Don't do it. There are plenty of other ways to make these things work. So just because you you hear people talking about, oh, I've cleansed like this or I've cleansed like that. If you don't have a, some that item, it's like if you're like, oh, my emotions and I really I don't have any sea salt, but you have regular salt. Just use that that salt. That will be absolutely fine. This isn't about making you fit into something else. This is about making it work for you. And there are so many ways we can make this work for you. It's about you trying a little bit of this, trying a little bit of that and making the practice your own. What works for you? That is the most important thing of all of this is finding something that feels good to you that you'll actually do. If I gave you a 15 point excellent ritual, you might do it once and feel incredible. But if I said you had to do that every day, you'd likely that would wear off all the time. But if you're if you know that if something feels a bit off, and for example, your cards, and you can just knock it three times, knock, 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 or you can just blow on it. And that's going to be great. You are much more likely to do that every day. Okay. So complex isn't always best. Simple is often best because simple gets done. Okay. So we are definitely going for done better than, I was going to say perfect, but actually just blowing on your cards is perfect. So Don't overcomplicate these things. These things sound simple because they are and because they work. Okay, so that's air and earth. Next, let's look at fire. So when you're cleansing your space, (laughs) let's not burn the house down, but you can walk around your space with a candle, a lit candle, with the intention that that safe carried flame is consuming any negative energy that's there that doesn't serve you. Okay, as simple as that. And that's how you could use fire to cleanse that space. Equally, if you had a fire in a hearth, 
you could you could just have the intention to light a particular fire to bring in and draw in and consume and transform all of the negative energies that no longer serve you. If you could write things down on a piece of paper that you want to release and then burn them somewhere safe and suitable to feel that energy, to feel that flame transform, because that's what fire does. It burns down, it transforms, it transmutes things. So there's two very safe ways that you can use fire for your space. For you personally, again, the best way I think to personally use the energy of fire is to sweat, is to dance, is to like get yourself in a really sweaty state, to be in a sweat room, what are they called? Saunas and steam rooms, those are the ones. And to use the energy of heat to purify your body, as in like to sweat out those things with the intention that you're releasing all of those things that no longer serve you. And then to cleanse your tools, again, you could burn a, a like, like you could light a candle next to your tools and set the intention that it's burning away anything that doesn't serve that tool and to consecrate it at the same time, like setting your intentions for how you want to use that tool and how that's going to move forward. And then finally, water. So if you wanted to cleanse your water with, sorry, if you wanted to cleanse your space with water, you could use tap water, you could use rain water, you could use moon water that you have collected on different phases of the moon. So if you wanted to cleanse the space and use that energy for celebration, you could use a full moon energy. If you wanted to cleanse that space and clear away all the things that we're talking about right now, you could use the energy of the waning moon. So the the energy is peak on Wednesday. So you could just set a bowl of water on your windowsill and have the intention that this is going to be water that's going to be used to cleanse and release those things that no longer serve you. And then with that water, you can just sprinkle it around your space, sprinkle it over, you know, the furniture gently, making sure it doesn't stain anything. Again, another warning. But, you know, you could sprinkle it around the corners of the room, the corners of the bathroom, the kitchen, whatever it is, walk around the outside of the house and sprinkle the water just to have that to know that water is cleansing away everything. And it can just be a sprinkle. You don't need to be hosing places down just a sprinkle. If you're mopping your floor, you could put a, like a a cup of your moon water your rainwater, any special water you've brought from anywhere else to your regular floor water and then just mop your floor knowing that with that intention you're cleansing and clearing that space. Um, Whether you're wiping down the sides of your house, washing the mirrors, whatever it is, you're cleansing that space with that special water. So when we talk about water, just know that we it, we can make the water very special. We can put herbs in there. We can charge it with crystals. Um do whatever add to the water to make it more sacred for yourself so that's what you can do with water when it's you again we've talked quite a lot about like having baths having showers but it's like seawater being rainwater like actually being outside in the rain and allowing that rain to cleanse and clear. I don't particularly like being out in the rain. My partner, he loves it. It's his favourite time to go running. Anyway, and it's like he comes back refreshed and energised from that. I come back shivering and grumpy. But, you know, if there was something I really wanted to release, I would go out with the intention of using that rainwater to cleanse and clear and it would be a very different experience for me. Um, 
like I mentioned earlier, for yourself, you could do a cold plunge in the plunge pool, have a cold shower, and that really blasts the energy out of you. If you've ever jumped into the sea or done a cold plunge pool or had a cold shower, you know how instantly different you feel. And it's like it's blasted everything out that no longer serves you. Um, And with tools, where appropriate, you could submerge your tool in the water. You, um, Like I said, with my crystal ball, I've got... um, I wash it with like a mild soap because it's just like glass under the water. Wash, let that dry naturally. Um, Just as an aside, if you have anything like a crystal ball, never, never, never. I do. I feel like a walking, um, was it a PSA announcement today? Um, Never keep a crystal ball in direct sunlight. It will set fire to things. Okay, don't do that. Um, (laughs) So let it dry naturally, not on a windowsill, not in front of the sunshine. Um, but wash the tools, submerge them. Some tools, yeah, I, I mentioned earlier about tarot cards. You you shouldn't, well, most of them you shouldn't wash because that would ruin them. But if you wanted to use water, you could put a tiny sprinkling over the top of them. If they had like some some um, cards are qu- have quite a laminate experience, don't they? So you could put a drip of water on there without ruining the cards. So you could submerge them. Or you could sprinkle that water on them. Okay. Phew. I think that's everything I wanted to say about cleansing. So when we're in this energy right now, which is this last quarter moon energy. So we've left the full moon, but we're not quite at the new moon. We're in this what we call the waning moon energy. It's a really good time to cleanse and clear things. It's a time when our emotions are heightened more, like I said at the beginning, and we start to notice what's out of alignment. So you might start to notice that maybe you do feel a bit more out of sorts. And it's like, what can you do to support you? What can you like cleanse or clear? Maybe it's you. Maybe it's your emotions. Maybe you want to write a letter to everyone that's annoying you, but not to send that letter, to write that letter and then to burn it, to tear it up, to shred it. That's what you can do physically right now. It's a really good time as well to look around your space and declutter. What is it that you fed up of tripping over? What is it that needs fixing? What is it that needs throwing out, donating, giving away, whatever it is? It's like now is a time to do that cleanse and to clear, 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 because you won't put up with anything that's out of alignment and you'll really notice. The rest of the month, it's we're very good at making excuses for people, for things, for objects of turning a blind eye. This part of the moon phase, we notice people, places, attention, whatever it is, we start to notice. And if we don't cleanse that energy, it quite often turns inwards and becomes negativity. It becomes you thinking you're not good enough. It becomes you feeling resentful towards yourself, to activities, to other people, when actually you just needed to clear away those cobwebs. Okay, so let me know what cleansing activity you're going to try during this waning moon phase. And then I'll be back very soon to talk about the energy of banishing why we need to do it, why it's important, how you would do it safely. Okay. And then finally, we'll talk about warding. But for today, one of my favourite topics is cleansing, because when we can do that, it keeps everything flowing beautiful. It stops us feeling resentful. It stops us. It's You know, if you had um, a sink and it was full of dirty water and you just kept adding to it, drip, 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 eventually it's going to overflow and the results aren't going to be that great. Whereas actually, if we just put our marigolds on, our rubber gloves, straight down to the plug hole, pull out whatever's blocking the sink and everything flows 
beautifully. Might not be something we want to do. We don't want to do the cleaning. We don't want to put our rubber gloves on. We don't want to put our hand in the dirty water in the sink and pull out all of the the sludge and the hair and the gunk that is like blocking the water from flowing. But as soon as we do, our whole system, our whole energy goes, and magic starts to happen. The same way if you might not want to go for a fresh walk on a brisk day, but you do, you go out there, the wind's whipping away, but you come back feeling refreshed and revitalised. It's the same way when you've like hoovered your home, it just feels different, it feels better. But the more we can incorporate this into our everyday stuff and just be mindful of it. When when you're feeling out of sorts, it's like, just have a check. Oh, I'm feeling out of sorts right now. What's feeling stagnant? What needs to be cleansed and cleared? And then when you can do that, everything flows. When you're bringing something into your house, whether it's new, whether it's borrowed, you know, whether it's inherited, it's like cleanse that energy, set it to neutral. Make sure that it doesn't have any stale, stagnant energy of the people before you. Set it to neutral and then you can put your energy into it. It's really important. It's so easy to do. And there's so many ways we can do it. Hopefully you're inspired to try a few. So as I said, have a go. Let me know how it works for you. And I will speak to you again very soon.